Real Estate Coaching Radio, starring award-winning real estate coaches and number one international best-selling authors, Tim and Julie Harris. Real Estate Coaching Radio is the nation's number one daily radio show for realtors who demand authentic, real-time coaching. Get ready for fluff-free, unfiltered, full-strength honesty about what's truly working to get you into action, helping others, and making money now in today's real estate market. Now to our hosts, Tim and Julie Harris. Thank you, thank you, thank you. We are at 300 uh, five-star reviews on Amazon. Well, technically it's 297, but who's counting? So guys, listen, thank you very much for helping us uh, reach the goal. Um, So here's the deal. I know some of you are going to be straggling in on your reviews because you listen to the show and replay. Most everyone listens to the show and replay. So if a couple of you come in a little bit, like we end up at 302 or 303, that's fine. And we are going to be mailing out the hats, I believe, tomorrow. So yeah. Thank you for helping us accomplish that goal. Thank you for helping us accomplish the goal by Friday, which was our goal. We really appreciate it. And if you've not picked up your edition or your copy of Harris Rules, it is, of course, available in paperback, audiobook, Kindle. Just go to Amazon and, uh, yeah, put in Harris Rules, and there you go. So, Julie, welcome to today's podcast. Yes, thank you. It's going to be a fun show full of rules. You know, we're always talking about the rules book. We might as well share what some of those are. Practical, applicable, great stuff. And uh, I'm sure that you would like to read or have me read some of the latest awesome reviews on the Harris Rules book. Ready when you are. Yes, ma'am, of course. Yes, 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 yes. Go for it. All right, perfect. One of the most recent ones, let's see, we have from Jason Garrison, who writes, if you're reading this view to decide if this book is for you or not, let me help you with your decision. Get it. In fact, more than one, get more than one copy to hand out to your fellow agents like I did. When you give, you get. I can't stress to you enough. Read this book. Read it again. Read it one more time. If you're wondering what you need to do in and on your business, who to call, how to grow your business, how to get your leads, free leads, how do I get more listings, how do I run a profitable business, this is the book for you. Harris Rules will provide you all that and more. It's practical, applicable, no BS, touchy-feely fluff book. It is about doing what you don't want to do when you don't want to do it at the highest level. Read it and apply it. If you do, the sky's the limit. You're the only one holding you back. Get out of your own way. It's about instruction, action, education, and earn while you learn. Thank you, Tim and Julie Harris, for all the great content you provide and for being real with us agents. So we very much appreciate that. And let's see. Shall I do a couple more? Let's see here. I love Jason's review. He he was speaking our language quite yeah. literally. <laughs> yeah. Quite no. literally. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yes, most recent. All right, perfect. So from Amazon customer, step-by-step practical advice to help keep you focused on what actually matters and what makes you money instead of time-eating fluff. That was a nice, concise one. Uh, Let's see. From Mitzi R., this book cuts through all the BS out there, gives you a step-by-step guide to building a solid real estate business. When I don't want to do something in my business, I literally hear Tim say, doing what you don't want to do when you don't want to do it at the highest level in my head, and it pushes me to go do it. From working out to calling expireds to continuing to push even when it's hard. I also joined the coaching program in January, and I'm so thankful for their guidance. Looking forward to my best year ever. Thank you both, Tim and Julie. Well, thank you, Mitzi you want to hear R., something? for such a lovely review. Go ahead. And you want to hear something really creepy, Mitzi? When I'm facing something that I don't want to do, which is like, you know, I'm human like everyone, right? And it's pretty much constant that I'm having to overcome my natural preconception to be lazy, as everyone has the same thing. And I remind myself that I have to live the doing what you don't want to do when you don't want to do it lifestyle. I hear my own voice. And my voice is sometimes mean. It's kind of creepy. Huh. <laughs> yeah, it is. <laughs> this means you practice what you preach. That's all. Trying to. 
right. All right. So we have right. we have a lot of others. We have a lot of the others, but we're going to hold off because you guys don't want to hear a whole podcast or reviews. But so listen, guys, sincerely, and we mean this from the bottom of our hearts, we really, really appreciate the opportunity and the honor of being your coaches. It's something that um, we don't take lightly in the least bit. I think you guys can tell that we're about as sincere as sincere could be. You know, this is our essentially when it comes to our professional lives, our total and complete myopic focus is on helping you guys become frankly rich through learning how to be of service to others, learning how to do what you don't want to do and you don't want to do it at the highest level. That is Tim and Julie encapsulated right there. And I have to say, when I read the reviews and you guys always go out of your way to say the book is fluff free, the podcast is fluff free. That is a huge compliment because fluff is the bullshit that perpetuates through virtually all kinds of educational seminar, trainer, guru types. It's just all a bunch of nonsense fluff that doesn't give you tactical and practical information. And the reason that most of the, virtually everyone that is out there selling information to you guys is so heavy on the fluff is because there's no accountability whether the fluff works or not. So if I tell you guys a bunch of touchy-feely bullshit that makes you feel good for two seconds, there's no accountability from you know, me to you that what I'm saying is actually going to work. That's, so, that's the reason that so many people are loving this mindset movement stuff that started in the 70s. I'm not going to get on my soapbox, Julie. Don't worry. But the reality of it is, guys, is if you want to have a – if you really truly want to have a, a strong mindset, it is about – doing what you don't want to do when you don't want to do it at the highest level. It's not about a bunch of cerebral crap or mental masturbation that's somehow supposed to, you know, hypnotize you through some sort of quasi spiritual, you know, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> I'm so sick of that crap. Aren't you folks? I think you are. And I think a growing number of people are too, because we realize this stuff is just an elegant lie. That's all it really is. And so when you hear somebody that's blowing smoke up your, you're blowing, hitting you with the fluff gun, you got to remember that that person probably is just literally does not know how to drill down. They have no practical tactical information and they're trying to manipulate you because they know that if they basically make you feel a certain way, that you are going to be easily manipulated. Have you ever noticed when you listen to the fluff people that they all talk like this or they talk with their hands or they're really trying to, you know, basically seduce you? That's part of the fluff game. It's all a big mental uh, seduction to separate you from your credit card number. How about that for truth, guys? So listen, if you've read our book and if you read the reviews on the book, you guys get it. And I have a feeling, Julie, in our own small way, we're moving the ball down the field as far as professionalism in our industry. But not just that, we're making people more aware of what an absolute con all this mindset crap has been, not just to our industry, but to the world in general. It has absolutely, how many people have lost their way throughout life because no one ever told them that they have to drill down, do what they don't want to do, and they don't want to do it at the high, highest level. How many people have been seduced into believing that it's about what you think or follow your passion? How many lives and opportunities and potentiality has been lost because people are afraid to tell people the truth or maybe they don't know what the truth is themselves in the first place in order to tell them that, look, you have to be able to provide service to other people, duh, but you have to basically have the the mindset of doing what you don't want to do when you don't want to do it at the highest level. And you have to basically be providing, if you don't have everything in life that you want, the lifestyle, the money, the stuff. Oh, don't be ashamed of wanting stuff, guys. That's part of being human. We are spiritual entities in the physical plane and we do need stuff. You need shoes on your feet. You need a car to drive. Might as well be nice stuff, right? Don't wrestle with it. Don't have, don't be in conflict about it. You do want stuff and it might as well be nice stuff. You know, we weren't burnt. We aren't animals that are running around in the woods with fur. We have to basically, you know, find our own. 
We have to, you know, go out and buy food. We have to do all those types of things. So you might as well make it nice stuff. And if you don't have that in your life, if you don't have financial security, if you're not able to give money away, if you're not able to, all the things that you want to really, you know, be the fullest version of yourself, it's because you have yet to accept the fact that there's a direct correlation between the number of people that you help accomplish their goals at a high level and the goals that you will accomplish yourself. That's it. If you're doing one, two or three transactions per year or four or five transactions just to your centers of influence and past clients, for example, and you're not essentially, you're just basically getting by, you're just struggling. Well, it's because you have yet to accept the fact or no one's told you that you have to help more people at a high level accomplish their goals. And when you do that, people will flock to you. They'll run to you because you are operating on a different level than everybody else is. I know some of this stuff seems convoluted, guys, until you're like in, in action. But once you're in action, you're going to start realizing what we're saying is true. Start with getting the book, Harris Rules. It really does lay it out in a very concise way. Um, yeah, so we really sincerely appreciate it. Oh, and a heads up, too. I believe, I'll have to check, but I believe we still have seats left for the event that we're doing in July here in Austin. So just go to harrisvipmastermind.com, harrisvipmastermind.com. And um, it's a mastermind. This isn't just basically you guys sitting in an audience and listening to a bunch of people from a stage talking. This is something like, frankly, that I imagine most of you have never experienced before at this level. And what will make it, I think, really special is Ryan Halliday, who you guys know is one of our you know, most referred to authors, uh, Ego is the Enemy, um, you know, The Obstacle is the Way, all these good books that he's written. He is going to be our afternoon uh, speaker for a few hours. So I definitely want you guys to attend. Uh, I, you know what? I'm not even in the least bit concerned that this event won't blow you guys away and reset the bar for what you expect for anything else you go to as far as events going forward. So, Julie, we are going yes. to talk about 20, 20 simple but effective prospecting rules. And remember, guys, when we were you know, migrating towards content here, so stay with us. So prospecting, we need you to open your mind up to that word. So many of you mentally shut down when we say the word prospecting. You have this vision of you sitting in some sort of small closet. I don't even know what boiler room type situation. Prospecting is anything that you're doing to uh, converse with anybody really about with the intent of buying and selling real estate. Okay. Anytime you're out there anywhere in your life, and the conversation almost always will migrate towards real estate. In most parts of the country, real estate is one of the top three conversations. So without you forcing it organically, the conversation will move in that direction, especially if they know that you're in real estate yourself, which everyone you run into better know that, by the way. And so what you need to realize is that when you're having that conversation with somebody at Starbucks or at the grocery store or when you're at Orange Theory or whatever, waiting for your car at the car wash, and you're talking about real estate, you're prospecting. You are. You're prospecting. Shh. <laughs> you are. You're prospecting. Good job. Okay. So that's real. I want you to realize that if you're not having conversations like that, then, and you're being a secret agent, as Julie likes to say, secret agents have uh, skinny kids. So you do need to uh, learn how to utilize some of the tips we've given you on this podcast and allow yourself to have natural conversations where you are talking with folks about real estate. You have opportunities surrounding you. And, you know, here's the last little mental sort of thought for you. Everybody you know, everybody you will ever know, everybody you run into, everyone everywhere is in, wants to be or is in real estate. In other words, they want to buy or sell. They want to lease. They want to move up. They want to move down. They want to add another one. They want to, every single person you ever run into, everywhere, 
has to buy or sell real estate either now or in the very near future and they know somebody that does. I want you to think about that. I can honestly think of very few other products. Food would be one. Water would be another. That's kind of food though. Uh, toilet paper would be another one. There's only a handful of things out there that everybody universally needs. And you guys, mostly by luck, happen to pick the one that usually has the best margin selling real estate. So do yourself a favor and make sure that that is your mindset, that everywhere you go, everyone you run into is going to be in the market, is in the market, would be in the market if basically presented with a smart opportunity. That's the mindset to approach in this industry. And then you'll discover you know, that elusive world, a word called abundance. So Julie, point number one. Yes. Yes, indeed. So point number one, and yes, we are actually talking about prospecting. If it makes you feel a little better, you can call it lead generation, but I think you did a good job reminding them what the point is. Point number one, use modern scripts written for today's sellers and buyers for today's market conditions. Know your market conditions. We've had many of the coaches t say to us, I've had these calls myself where you guys come and you say, you know what, the script I'm using, I don't know if it's me, but it's not working anymore. And we'll ask them, where did you get your script? Well, downloaded free online, or they got it at some webinar or seminar five years ago. Maybe it's just not relevant to your market, your market conditions. Maybe the words you're using are not even you know, something that makes sense. Say you live in the South, you're going to have a little bit different vernacular than somebody who lives in Maine. So use modern scripts written for today's sellers and buyers. Point number two, and this is something that makes me personally crazy. I don't know what trainer started saying that it's not okay to leave voicemail. Point number two, do, of course, leave a short to the point message if you hit voicemail. How else will they know you're trying to reach them? I think that's pretty clear. Again, these are rules. Rule number three. But, 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 yes. but, a voicemail yes. is not the same. And because a lot of you guys, I know how you're thinking. You're thinking I'm going to hit the easy button and I'm just going to leave a bunch of voicemails. A voicemail is not even, doesn't count. You know, it doesn't count really towards a contact. Oh, you know what, Julie? This would be, what's the name? We are doing such a crappy job of talking about the app that we made. We don't even mention uh. it. Daily success game is that, is that what it's called? I, I think it's okay, we'll com, but I will make can a we, show about can it. Can you do a show? Can you write a show about that for next week so we can like formally mm -hmm. introduce this then? Because we haven't done that. Yep. Are all the kinks worked out? I will double check before we officially roll it out. Yes, but I believe so. Okay. Okay, good. Well, anyway, guys, you'll hear more about that soon. But the daily success game, I'm actually putting the URL in right now. Oh, it does work. All right, so if you guys go to dailysuccessgame.com, I'm not promising you that it's flawless. And I don't think it's available on, um, I don't think it's available yet. Let me ask if it's available on iPhone yet. Uh, hold on. DSS on mobile yet. Question mark. All right, I'll wait to hear back. So, um, but if you guys go to Daily Success Game, that's something we've been working on for you. And what this is, is a digital version of the daily success game that's part of Premier Coaching. And what this does is it takes you through, I believe it's 20 questions, Julie, or it's basically it, you go through and you say what you did, what you completed, and then you get a certain uh, a point uh, assigned. I think ideal day is 50 points. And then you get to see where you compare to other people that are playing the daily success game all around the world. Um, so I, I don't know if this is 100% uh, yet, but if you want to check it out, it's dailysuccessgame.com, uh, and there will be a mobile version as well. So um, I'm looking at it now. The site itself looks nice, but I'm not sure if everything's completed on it. So anyway, we'll more about that next week. 
but that'll give you guys an opportunity to actually in real time give yourselves credit like for example i'm looking at the list now take a listing okay if i said i took a listing you know how's that you know and here's the daily to-do list take a li take listing you get a certain amount of points assigned if you for example um talk to five fizbos you get a certain amount of points assigned those types of things so anyway, more on that soon. I'm excited for all of you guys because it'll make it so that you can gamify your everyday activities. The doing what you don't want to do when you don't want to do it at the highest level will be reinforced when you see other people doing the same thing. Next point, Jules. Yes, exactly. So the next point is rule number three, begin every day with follow-up calls for at least 20 minutes on your most likely to set appointments. Remember, most of your appointments should come from lead follow-up. They're expecting your call. They have, you have their phone number. This is going to get you in the right mindset for being on the phone and being effective when you're prospecting after this. It's a good icebreaker, especially because you're very likely to set actual appointments. So begin your day with your follow-up calls for at least 20 minutes. Now, that leads to a very common question we get leading to point number four. What is the best time to call? Well, my obnoxious coach answer is this. Anytime you make yourself do it, there's no magic hour of power. But we have also found that Saturday mornings, weekday evenings, first and last days of the month, minor holidays, holiday weeks off, and anytime you're focused. So don't get all obsessed with the best time. And I think, Tim, this really is actually a thinly veiled prospecting excuse. So if agents believe that the best time to prospect is between 8 a.m. and 10 a.m., and they miss that, well, because they're not calling at the ideal time, they might as well not do it. That's how that whole conversation goes. But that's not true. Of course, any time is a perfectly good time to do it. It's just for the harder to find people. Maybe they're at work and you've been calling every day at 10 a.m., but you never get them. So a weekday evening, Saturday morning, a Monday quasi-holiday off, you're going to be more likely to find them. Does that make sense? I know you know what I'm talking about with the whole magic hour conversation, right? Well, I mean, no. so really, but it's the what's the best time to call? The best time to call is when you'll do it. I mean, that's kind of the smart-ass answer. But mornings are always best, but they're best for physiological reasons because you feel better. Generally speaking, everyone feels better in the morning. All your hormones and whatnot are imbalanced. But as the day wears on, you get tired. You had some cranky emails. Just, you know, you're not as effective as the day wears on. So the best time to call is almost always the morning. Just It just is, just for everybody. Now, I have had the rare um, agent that's better in the evenings or the afternoons, but then you're calling people who are themselves not in the best mental or emotional state. So that's the flip side to it. You might feel better in the afternoon, but the people you're calling are not in the best of moods. So now you're kind of setting yourself up for failure that way. We like, and we always suggest that if you didn't set your contact and appointment goals from the, uh, from the day's activities or rather from the week's activities, that you call on Saturday morning because most everyone um, is relaxed on Saturday morning. Okay. So those are just mental thoughts. Go ahead, Julie. Perfect. Rule number five, use scripts and commit to never winging it. Internalize and personalize as you go. Earn while you learn. Remember the person on the other end of the phone does not have a copy of the script. We do promote that you personalize the scripts so it sounds like you. However, that's impossible until you've internalized and really learned those scripts. Then you can kind of mess around with them. You know, as a musician, I liken that to you, you can't improvise if you don't know any scales or chords. It's just impossible. You have to do the work first before you actually personalize it. But you can do that while you're going. You can earn while you learn. That's the best way for you to actually end up personalizing it is to practice it with real people. And when something works really well for you, then you keep on using it. 
you know, I was always more comfortable saying, let's get the paperwork started versus sign the contract now. That's what made me feel more comfortable closing. That's a Julie personalization, but I'm still closing. You can't do that unless you understand how to get to the close in the first place. So use scripts, no more winging it. Those of you who wing it, get wing it results. Rule number six, have appointment obsession versus contactitis. This is a huge point. Have appointment obsession versus contactitis. The amount of contacts you make matters less than the amount of appointments you make. Of course, pre-qualified appointments is what we're talking about. Some of you like to go around and say, well, I made my 50 contacts, and it's almost always people who don't get that great of results because they are focused on contacts. You can make a lot more contacts by calling just listed and just sold calls, you know, things where you're probably not going to get any conflict because you're just doing a public service announcement, but you probably are not going to be setting very many appointments versus calling people who have their hand in the air, like for sale by owners, expireds, maybe probate calls, things of that nature that are out of the gates more motivated. If you set, when you set, one appointment on one call, as many of our coaching clients do. Why? Because they call it an expired that was motivated. You will never get beaten up by us because you didn't make the other 49 contacts that somebody told you you had to do every day. Now, that's tempered with, yes, of course, it is a contact sport. You must be talking to people. My point with this rule is that contacts on their own and leads on their own don't really have any value. It's the appointments that have value. Anything you want to add to that, Tim? The game Julie and I used to play when we were prospect is that we would basically start out, you know, FISBOs expired, centers of influence, past clients, just all the things. Um, Julie was better at the centers of influence and past clients than I was. I was better at the expired, I mean, all the rest of it. But the competition that we'd have, friendly competition most days, not every day, <laughs> would be who can set the first pre-qualified listing appointment. And we did that for years, and it really did work. It was awesome. It was fun. It was a good way to start the day. Now, did we always feel like doing it? No. Help, let me rephrase that question to myself. Did we ever feel like doing it? Hell no. But we made it more challenging and more fun uh, to basically go through the process of, you know, competing with each other, make each other better. You know, that's what we're doing for all of you now, the same thing. So if you find yourself gravitating towards the listeds and the solds and the, just the centers of influence and the past clients, you have to be honest with yourself. You are setting yourself up for failure because, or at least a long protracted path to any potential success, how about that? Uh, because you're calling the people that are least likely to do a transaction with you because they're not already in the market. Think about this. I want you guys just Randy. to take a breath here. Yeah, but think about this. Give yourself a second and I want you to actually have a little moment of truth, okay? Right now, if I called you up and I said, Julie, I have got a list of 50 folks that want to sell their house now. What would you pay me for that list, listeners? What would you pay me for it? You would. You guys would pay thousands of dollars. No, in some markets, hundreds of thousands of dollars for that list. You know you would. If I called you right now, every listener, and I said, I have three sellers for you right now, three people that want to list their house. Now, I can't promise you they're going to list with you, you know, but they want to sell their house. These are. There's no fancy, you know, algorithm that I use. There's no secret sauce. I didn't have to use a room full of compute. Who gives a rat's ass how I got these leads? Here they are. I have three sellers for you right now. That What would you pay me for those leads? Honestly, come on guys. Thousand dollars. Yep. Easily. Two thousand, ten thousand. Depending on your sale price, you might even pay me more, wouldn't you? 
I want you to think about well, that. They pay Zillow thousands just for impressions. So for crappy buyer leads. So, so real leads. Here it is, guys. If I were to call you up, if I were to call you up, and I were to offer you three leads for a thousand dollars, three sellers that have to sell, or ten thousand, what would you pay me for that? Julie just touched on it. Thousands of dollars. We already know you would, but you can get those leads for free. You don't have to buy them. That's the reason we tell you buying buyer leads of all things is insane. Seller leads, everyone, nobody's going to argue with me that a seller lead's not worth a hundred times more than a buyer lead. And yet you guys buy buyer leads and you can get seller leads for free, for free. How? For sale by owners. They have their hands in the air right now saying, I want to sell my house. Expired. I tried to sell my house. Older expired. I tried to sell my house a year ago. Notice the defaults. Oh my God, if I don't sell my house, I'm screwed. Okay. You have all, all builders, flippers, developers. You have all kinds of different probates. You have so many different guys, the premier coaching program, we give you a list of all the places you can get seller leads for free. And yet how many of you are going to be seduced by some Yahoo who's calling you right now? Who's probably on hold right now or leaving a voicemail on your cell phone saying, Hey, Bob, I got some buyer leads for you. You want to you know, own your territory for $5,000 a month? And you're going to be going, oh, shit, I better buy that because I don't have any other leads. And yet, we told you right now how to get them for free. We told you, what do you have to do to get them? You have to develop some skill. You have to develop a little bit of backbone. You do those two things, guys. You'll never have to be dependent on someone selling you leads. You'll never have. You can actually say not just no, but hell no. Anytime someone decides to dial you up and try to sell you something that you now can comfortably say a load of crap because you have the ability to generate your own business. How does that make you guys feel? Have you thought about that? Have you thought about what that would make you feel like in your business if you had that sort of strength of integrity of knowing you're a true professional? Point number Oche, Julie. Yes. For those that track, uh, point number seven was talking about who to prospect, oh. which is what Tim just went over. Yeah, okay. So rule number eight, don't sell with blah, blah, or worse, blah, dee, blah, dee, blah. Sell with powerful scripted questions that lead to setting an appointment. The goal is not to razzle-dazzle the prospect or to overcome their objections. The goal is to pre-qualify the prospect and set an appointment. So why do we use scripts? What's the point of a script? It's to ask organized, logical questions which lead you to the close, assuming that the answers to their questions reveal their motivation and their time frame. Very simple. Some of you don't use scripts because you don't understand the whole point of using scripts. It's to get you away from this whole selling with blah, blah, razzle, dazzle, look at me, I have all of the market stats and information, and I'm going to fire hose you with information, maybe you'll buy or sell with me. Because that's your backup plan for how you speak to people. Use scripts. They're questions. They lead you to the close. Rule number nine, call the most motivated spokes first during your prospecting sessions. The most motivated first. This really draws into this whole set appointments versus just contacts. The more motivated spoke you're calling, the more likely you are to get an appointment. It just makes sense. Which leads us to rule number 10. How do I get phone numbers? Well, for sale by owners, for rent by owners are easy. They advertise. The rest of them, like expireds, for example, theredx.com, leadcenters.com, mojocells.com, landvoice.com, vulcan7.com. They all basically do the same thing, and they are fairly competitively priced for what they do. 
I think if I had to choose, usually I go to Mojo Cells just because of all the extra widgets and wedgets they have, but any of these will supply you with the phone numbers. Do any of them give you 100% of the phone numbers? No. Some of you guys like to complain and say that you don't call because they only Hold give on, you agent complaining? Out of 10. <laughs> agent complaining? Not that ever happens. <laughs> yeah, and if you guys you guys are going to go, you're going to go into here's what you're going to do. You're going to go to Google and you're going to put in mojocells.com or landvoice or Vulcan 7 or lead senders. And none of these guys give us any money, so you can set aside your skepticism. And you're going to read some, you know, blah blah blah, bad phone number blah, 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 and you're going to go, "Thank God, I found two or three people that were shitting on these companies. Now I can use that as my excuse not to actually have to do what I don't want to do and I don't want to do it at the highest level." Uh-huh. <laughs> some of you were thinking that, I know you were. But guys, listen, log in or get an account with one of these companies. Some of them work better in different markets. And then uh, get at least a two or three uh, line dialer. Load in your centers of influence and past clients there too. And you basically will be put into a situation where you'll be more professional with making high-level phone calls where it'll dial the phone for you. Okay. Now, there's a lot of other learning that has to happen between what we just told you and you actually getting consistent results. But that's the first step. The point number, uh, point number 11, Julie. Yes. Rule number 11, door knock the ones without phone numbers. Aha, another excuse removed. Door knock the ones that don't have phone numbers. There's no do not knock list. It's great that there's no phone numbers on some of them because most of your colleagues will never make the effort to show up and door knock them, much less with your really kick-ass pre-listing package that we set you up with. Just saying. So I don't want to hear about that excuse. Rule number 12, have a dedicated prospecting area that includes a standing desk, a headset, wireless phone, scripts on your wall, goals from your treasure map, pictures of things that motivate you, and a mirror so that you can look like somebody that you would want to list with. Some of you guys, when you look in the mirror, it kind of reflects how you're speaking over the phone. Maybe you're slumped over. Maybe you're wearing your jammies. Do you actually look like somebody that's going to set a listing appointment right now? Because if you don't, you probably don't sound like it either. That's why you need a mirror. Anything you'd add to their prospecting environment, Tim? Um, not really. I mean, move all the you know clutter out, move all the past awards out, move all the stuff that's going to distract you out. You know, when I was prospecting every day, when Julie and I were both prospecting every day, uh, you know, psychological things would help us. We would um, we would have little uh, pictures of things that we are being motivated by. You know, I'm looking right now at a picture of what, one, two, three, four pictures of Zoe on my desk. <laughs> you know, she motivates me. I look at her every day where I'm doing the podcast, you know, the little, you know, those things. You guys know what I'm talking about. So have those things at the ready to basically motivate you when you have to push through to doing what you don't want to do and you don't want to do at the highest level. So I'm going to end today's podcast with a quick story. Um, and I, this is, a, this is something I think all of you can relate to. It never gets easier. That's the truth, okay? And I'll give you a real salient example. Going to Orange Theory. I talk about Orange Theory so much you think we own them. We don't. It's just a company and a service we believe in. It never gets easier. It's always hard. It's always egregious. It's always going to be something that will be physically draining for us to do, but it'll always be something we do do. Um, everything in life that's worth doing, everything it, it, that is needed to be done will always feel that way. It's just the nature of it. But here's how I want you to shift your mindset so you can... Uh, realize that doing what you don't want to do when you don't want to do it at the highest level actually is um, the actual unfair advantage, the competitive advantage that you've always wanted to have. So Julie and I, even way before, we've married 20, I don't know, seven years this year, 27? Yeah, 27 years this year. And we have uh, had 
you know, businesses together. And we were always in every little business we ever had, we were always willing to basically work really, really hard. And we knew that was the key element to anything that we ever wanted in life. Now, this again, this was before we'd kind of, you know, encapsulated our thinking and our noticed the benefits of our behavior. But we had to go through years, decades of, you know, work where we never really felt like we were moving the ball down the field in significant ways. It was always like one yard at a time. You guys can kind of relate to that, I think. And there would be years in real estate, especially even after real estate, where we would not ever, where it did not feel like we were making some significant headway on the accomplishment of our goals. And that was normal. That is the very feeling that you'll get when you are learning something new and you're progressing through. The mature person, the person who's going to accomplish their goals does not give up. And I know you guys heard all that and motivational speakers and all that, but they never get practical and tactical about why, or, or really the, the essence of why people do give up. They give up because it doesn't get easier. You see, no one says that, but that's the truth. If you don't expect it to get easier, and then when it doesn't get easier and you didn't expect it to get easier, you won't feel like anything's wrong with you. That's what a lot of you guys do. You are believing that it takes 27 and a half days to form a new habit or, you know, all these other types of things. It only gets easier in that you get more experienced at doing it. It gets easier in that you don't have to think so hard. I'm referring to basically prospecting. You don't have to think so hard when you're trying to, you know, say something intelligent that's going to want to make someone do business with you. It That gets easier for sure. But the wanting to do it, I don't think there was ever a day when I prospected that I ever wanted to do it, but I knew I had to do it. And there's so many things in life that's just like that. But if you have the illusion or delusion that you think it's going to get easier, you're going to fail when it doesn't because you're going to quit too soon. Do you guys understand what I'm trying to tell you? So please accept the fact that it's always going to suck. It just is. And so many other things in life are always going to suck and they're never going to be something you want to do. You know, I was at Orange Theory. Julie and I were at Orange Theory yesterday. And after Orange Theory, it totally kicked my ass. And uh, a uh, Casey, who manages the Orange Theory we go to, she go, she does orange, you know, she gets, she manages the place. She goes to all the workouts, and you know, she's a great gal. Anyway, I love the fact that she was really honest, and she said it never gets easier. She'd been doing Orange Theory for two years. <laughs> she said it never gets easier. But you know what? I she's twenty three or twenty four. I love the fact that she understood that. You know, it made me happy for her because I knew that. If she kind of got the concept that it doesn't get easier and you do it anyway, think what a gal like that can do for do with her life as she goes forward and anything else she puts her mind to. I think that's pretty miraculous. I hope all of you guys give yourselves the same gift, okay? So if there's ever anything we can do for you, please feel free to contact us, Tim at timandjulieharris.com or Julie at timandjulieharris.com. You guys have a fantastic day. We will talk with you on the show tomorrow. Remember, I don't know now, thousands of past shows are waiting for you over on iTunes, or you can just go to our main website, timandjulieharris.com, click on the pod ba- uh, podcasting button and listen to past shows. You guys have a great day. Uh, we'll talk to you on the show tomorrow or anytime because you can listen to us in replay. This program has been a presentation by Tim and Julie Harris Real Estate Coaching. For more information on our real estate coaching and training programs, visit our website at timandjulieharris.com. Remember to tune in weekdays at noon for upcoming shows. And until next time, thank you for listening to Real Estate Coaching Radio with Tim and Julie Harris. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.